What's going on, NBA fans? Welcome to another episode of NBA Central. I'm your host here, Hayes. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Jack Vong being named as the Brooklyn Nets' new head coach. This means no M.A. Doka going down uh, to Brooklyn to become their head coach. We're going to talk about all that and some more right after this. Thank you for tuning in to the number one place for your daily basketball fix, NBA Central. Hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. All right, NBA fans. So, uh, a move that was not expected, right? So, it had been announced shortly after moving on from Steve Nash that the Brooklyn Nets were interested in in hiring M.A. Doka, that they had even gotten permission from the Boston Celtics to hire them as their new head coach. Now, it did come out that that uh, owner, Joe Sasai, was going to go do some um, research on M.A. Doka before they officially made the hire, but it seems like they've moved in another direction. They're actually going to allow their current uh, interim head coach, Jack Vaughn, to be the permanent head coach. Now, in this, it was quoted that uh, Jack's uh, basketball acumen, competitiveness, and intimate knowledge of our team and organization made him a clear-cut best person to lead our group uh, moving forward. Uh, that's from general manager Sean Marks. He says he's proven the ability to get the best out of our players, hold them accountable, and play a cohesive team-first style of basketball. Now, what does this mean? Did this mean that in the course of researching and doing some some checking on M.A. Duca, did, did some things come out um, that that scare them away from hiring him? It could possibly be so, right? Um, but you know, not to speculate on that. All that speculative um, so far, so we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that so much. As of right now, Vaughn has uh, has a record as being two and two as the active head coach um, for the for the Brooklyn Nets, and you know the the Nets are in an interesting situation, right? I haven't dropped a video on it yet. I was I was going to. On the whole Kawhi Leonard thing, I'm sorry, not Kawhi Leonard, Jesus, um, Kyrie Irving thing, um, as far as him being suspended for at least five games, and there's a, a rumored list of all these things he has to do before he comes back, uh, this has turned a lot of people against NBA. There are people that are boycotting the NBA. I know some streamers on this platform of YouTube who have decided not to stream post-game shows for the NBA while this is going on with Kyrie Irving. Now, Kyrie did have an interview with uh, Commissioner Adam Silver that was reportedly positive and, and some ground was made. I don't know exactly what that means as far as getting him back to being on the Brooklyn Nets. But at the end of the day, this whole Brooklyn Nets debacle is just from their play at the beginning of the season, uh, so well, so far on the season to, you know, uh, the, the offseason with KD and, and, and Kyrie just kind of not knowing what was going to go forward if they wanted to stay with Brooklyn, if they didn't want to stay with Brooklyn. This whole situation is a hot ass mess is what it is to quote my grandmother is exactly what she would have said They call this a hot ass mess. That's exactly what this is. And it's not a situation that not one thing is going to fix it. Some irreparable damages have been done in this case. I do think the re the the relationship between uh, Kyrie and the Nets at this point. Can that even be salvaged? Do they have to move on? We know he's a free agent at the end of the season, but does he have to move on? Will they move him now to keep him from, from moving in free agency and getting nothing back in return? That's definitely on the table, I would think. Now, I'm sure any team that wants to give up some capital, capital for Kyrie Irving is probably going to want to get an extension locked in or something to have some promises there. But do not be surprised if this whole Brooklyn Nets thing, this whole thing that came together right with with KD wanting to to leave Golden State Warriors to really lead his own team Kyrie wanting to come with him then making the decision to bring in Steve Nash and they wanted James Harden just everything that the Nets did is they kind of sold their soul once Ky once KD wanted to come here to keep the, the players happy and they've gotten nothing in the long term in return for it and you know I was already planning a video and to do this on 
if Brooklyn or the Lakers would be the first to blow it up, and I still have that conversation a little bit towards the end of this, I'll bring in the Lakers as, a, as another topic towards the end of this video, but the whole Brooklyn Nets situation just seems like, wow. And then rather than bring in a coach, and this is completely, this is the speculative part on it, right? This is not me reporting on anything that's been said or anything that's come out. This is just me speculating. I think the decision to not bring in Ime Adoka, while it could be based on some things that came out, right, about him, but it could be signify that this Brooklyn Nets organization realizes, listen, we got to blow this up. We have to blow this up. We have to trade maybe KD, maybe KD and Kawhi. I'm sorry, Kawhi, I keep saying Kawhi. Maybe KD and Kyrie to just bring in more talent into this roster, right? So we can start rebuilding, so we can start fresh in doing that because I tell you what, a team that's four and seven, while it's not the end of the world, right? This team absolutely could be one of those teams that they get to clicking and in the second half of the season, they're much better. It could very well be that Ben Simmons, who's been in and out of the rotation, but also, you know, was a year out of basketball. So it could it that it could go that way, right? I wanna I wanna look at it fully and say, yes, there is a, a complete possibility in which this is somehow salvageable. That they somehow pull this together, they end up having a successful season, winning cures all, as we know in most cases, rather than not. But I'm looking at this and saying to myself, like, you kind of have to at this point, in my opinion. Think about, consider, if you're not moving the hell on, moving the pieces that you have, the, 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 the superstars that you have in KD and Kyrie, keeping some of the young players, you have some promising young players down here. Nick Claxton I like a lot, and he's having a solid season. Again, not any type of franchise talent or anything, but you could do that. You could also still hold on to Ben Simmons and say, well, now that we're not really competing, if we do decide to blow it up, let's see if Ben Simmons, we can, we can fix him as well as cultivate that talent and salvage a trade that we made. The Brooklyn Nets are not in a, a, an enviable situation at all. And as this to continues to go for them and continues to play out, it just looks more and more dour every step of the way, right? And this is not to slight on Vaughn as a head coach because, okay, he's done pretty well, right? And this is a team that doesn't seem like they're going to be a good team this season. But are they? Would they blow it up? is the question. I think they almost have to move Kyrie at least. You got KD under contract for, he's just kicking into that extension, so you got him under contract for a nice handful of years too if you do want to try to retool around KD, maybe even move on from Ben Simmons, maybe trade Ben Simmons to another team that's even further away than the, than the Nets are so they can deal with trying to, to develop him at this point. But the Nets are just in such an, an interesting and unique situation that it's just like, wow. How did we get here, right? How did they get there? Because it's not we. I'm not a Nets fan. How did they get there? It's crazy to think, like, how you can have two superstars willingly come to your team and it just turn out to what it turned out to be. Let me know what you guys think down below. What do you think about uh, Jack Vaughn as the head coach now of the Brooklyn Nets? Do you think, like me, that maybe this signifies that the Nets may not be trying to bring in a big-name head coach right now because maybe they are considering blowing it up. Maybe they are considering moving both Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below, but let's get into the next topic. I want to talk about this just because it was already a planned video, so hell, I got to record because it's an update. Let me record this too. Um, the Lakers. The Lakers right now have been hesitant uh, to make any trades, and they're not expected to make any trades as much as there's been rumors about them moving uh, uh, AD and things like that, but the fact that they are hesitant to give up their 2027 and 29 first round picks because guess what? You can only trade up first round picks up to seven years in advance. 
And then you can't trade back to back years, so you can't add any protections, even if they were trying to protect themselves with that two hundred, um, two thousand and twenty-seven pick. The Lakers are they are they are, are they at a precipice of possibly blowing blowing it up themselves? Right? We know that they're not willing to move on from their picks to bring in an influx of talent. And if you can't do that, do you then think to move AD, as some rumors have been said, to then bring in either more draft picks or more talent, whatever it is? You got you got LeBron under contract for a little while, but really outside of that, there's really not really much on this roster. And it's going to be hard to move Russell Westbrook because teams are going to want a first round pick to facilitate and get that job done. Because Russ, even though he's looked much better moving to the bench, and shout out to Russ for accepting that role because a lot of people didn't think that he would, and being pretty damn good at that role so far in the limited sample size that we've had since he moved to the bench. It seems like Russell Westbrook has accepted the role of being a bench player for this team to extend his career. That is where it is right now. But that does not do anything to change the Los Angeles Lakers' outlook, who at the be- at the best are probably a playing team. You have one of the best players of a generation, the best player in many people's estimation, and rightfully so, of a generation under contract in LeBron James, and you're, you're barely a playing team. Anthony Davis, who I've said at the beginning of this season, I said, while he's still going to put up numbers, Anthony Davis at this point seems like just a guy. Just a guy, right? A guy that can go out and get you 20 and 10 for sure, but still, not the impact player that he was at one point in time, at least not on this roster. Could that still change? Yeah. Anthony. It's not like Anthony Davis is over the hill or anything. This is a 29-year-old player who is still having a pretty damn solid season at 23 points per game, a PER of 25.2, and averaging 10 rebounds a game. What do the Lakers do, right? The same question that I kind of presented to the Brooklyn Nets. You're not close to contending, right? It doesn't seem like you have the assets that people want that is going to make a one deal to make you a contender. You're, you're, you're probably, if, even if you do make a trade deadline deal, even if you do decide, all right, we're going to move off maybe the 2029 pick, uh, two, 2000, yeah, 2029 pick or the 27 pick to try to bring in a, a, a talent now while moving somebody else. But it doesn't seem like that deal is going to come for the Los Angeles Lakers. And at some point, they have to look at it and say, right, the Lakers don't go into full rebuilds very often. But maybe it's time to start considering one for the Los Angeles Lakers as well. Again, this is a team that has talent on it, but you have not, that has not translated to wins. That is not translated to the defensive side. And LeBron, even though still great and an all-star in every uh, every stretch of the imagination, is starting on the decline of his season, not the defensive presence he once was. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets are not teams that are, like, they're teams with a lot of payroll, but not a lot of wins to, to coincide with that payroll. And this is one of the dangers that I've always said when it comes to the Lakers of mortgaging your future for the right now. And while it did win them a title, it doesn't seem like another one's coming anytime soon for the Los Angeles Lakers. But let me know again down below if you think I'm off on that one. Let me know what you thought. Sound off down below. But that is it for me for today on NBA Central. Make sure you follow me personally at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Um, still no social media for this channel overall. We'll get to creating that at some point in time. But thank you so much for joining me on this episode of NBA Central. I'm out, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.